This is Sean J. Grindemaker, Sean Grind, and today I'm talking to one of my favorite producers slash beat makers who goes by the name U4. How are you doing good sir? Good man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good man. So to start, what's your musical background? Um I started making music around two thousand five, four. Um basically started was inspired by my brother. Um he made music with his homeboy and um I just picked up Fruit Loops three point four and went from there pretty much. Yeah. So growing up what kind of music were you around? Like what were your parents and family listening to? Um my mother she was real heavy into um like nineties R and B music. Um her boyfriend at the time, he was into like old school hip hop. Uh, so I got a good balance growing up. Yeah. So yeah. you're self-taught musically, like what has that entailed for you? Um, How did you get into making beats? Even though you just said it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Just having no life being in the house all day just playing video games and you know trying things out yeah was there one thing that triggered it for you because I know like a couple producers had a there was a game on PlayStation I can't remember what it's called but it it was like Uh, MTV music generator I mean I did music maker Yeah. yeah okay cool man so you've gone by the name Treasy occasionally does your yeah. musical output under that name differ at all to that of yours as U4? Um, um, just the U4 material is much better. Just Treasy is just like early, early production stages. There's yeah. no difference. Yeah. Same feel. Yeah. So where does the U4 name derive from? Um... Well, I was listening to this project by uh, Maroof and uh, Iman Omari, uh, Euphoria, and I basically got the idea from that. I was listening to that like every day, pretty much. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah. Yeah, so Pearl, which I think dropped in, was that April or May? April. Yeah. It was your first EP since Treasy or TRZY, released almost four years ago. Why did you wait so long to release another project? I don't know. Uh, it just seemed like just dropping beats on SoundCloud was working. And uh, it was kind of hard to do a project. And um, yeah, that's basically it. Cool. So you're about to drop Close Your Eyes on the 7th of October, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, what were the biggest differences in crafting Pearl and Close Your Eyes? Because I don't know if you'd agree, but like Pearl almost seems like a series of individual tracks that you're left to kind of find your own connection between. And Close Your Eyes is much more of a complete body of work in those five songs. Um, well, Pearl, I just, it's basically a tribute to my grandmother. Uh, I just wanted to she's not she passed away but i wanted to like show her like what i've been doing yeah so that's, hear that, man. yeah yeah um 
that's basically what Pearl was about. And Close Your Eyes is about, uh, you know, my life, 2015, 2016, uh, just trying to document it um, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So the artwork for Close Your Eyes was designed by No Future and yeah. it's beautiful. What was the concept behind it and how did you come across No Future? Um, I was looking for like artwork and um, he just hit me up in my email surprisingly and um, said he wanted to work with me. And basically, he just told me to take pictures of myself and I just let him have creative control over the art, you know? Yeah. It works really well, so because I mean, close, it's called Close Your Eyes, and then there's a whole bunch of. I guess it's all your faces, then, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. I sent him the the uh, music in the early stages. Yeah. Got a feel for it. Yeah. So he wasn't just going off the top of the dome. He actually was influenced by the music as well. Yep. Cool. So the project appears to be rooted in expanding your mind and consciousness. Mm-hmm. And the closer samples Royer's classic jam, The Third Eye. Was it intentional to sample Royer's for this project? And how did that song come together? Um, uh, it was, I don't know. It just happened. And I was, I was just really feeling that beat, you know. And I kind of build everything else around that beat. Okay, so the whole EP came together from that beat or? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that project's being released through FloFi, yep. who've been a little bit quiet lately. How did you get acquainted with them and join them? Because I think you, you were with them quite soon after they started, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I joined around two years ago. Um, they just been a fan of my music and um, Radical the Kid, he used to live here. And I seen him um, at a couple local events and uh, he helped me, you know, join uh, Flow Files. So, yeah. yeah. So Baltimore, where you're from, has a number of up-and-coming producers. How would you describe the scene for your style of music there? Um, I think it's growing. Um, I still find, like, you know, hidden hidden gems here and there, you know, but um, I feel like it's growing. It's going to get to the... I feel like I wanted to be like, you know, the LA scene, but it's, it's slowly getting there, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of producers that you, you represent out there, are there any that you could specifically mention or are you kind of keeping them quiet for now? Uh, DK the Punisher, uh, Tech, Tech is from here. Yeah. J-Rob, uh, Action Bastard. Um, Urban Shaman, it's it's a it's a quite a few. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you talk to like I think you have quite a close relationship as as far as producers go with like Techlin and uh, J Rob. Do you get to see them often, or is that more of an online connection? Um, I see J Rob here and there. Um, Tech just moved. He's in uh, LA now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once like at a certain point in time, we all seen each other like regularly at um, local shows and stuff like that yeah some of you are quite connected to Lamadon aren't you mm-hmm. so can you tell me what that movement is and what they do in Baltimore 
it's just a collection of um, artists, um, uh, ranging from like painters, uh, rappers, uh, producers. Um, it's just they did this uh, weekly. Um, it's called Beat Trip. That's basically where all of us met and came together. Uh, so this is promoting Baltimore music um, to the to the world, pretty much putting people on. Yeah, I think I have a few of the Beat Trip samplers that were released. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you were or are part of a collective called the Umbrella Method, which was a group of talented producers, including Weird Inside at one point and Earl. What made you guys form a collective, and what's going on with it right now? Um, it was just like um, Skatens, uh, Arrow, Joshua. And, you know, we used to hang out a lot, and um, most of them move into uh, Cali now. So um, we was just hanging out every day, and they just approached me saying they wanted to create a team. Um, that's basically how it started, and then we brought uh, Weird Inside along. I felt I, I think it's um you know it's it's coming along. We just gotta you know get on the same page, and they want me to move out there. So do you think you're gonna do it? I, I want to. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a whole lot of people are moving around there. Yeah. Cool. So you've collaborated with the Beat House Collective quite a few times, featuring at a number of their shows and on their 10 Deep EP. How did you connect with them? Uh, Fresh Daily, uh, he emailed me about uh, doing a show uh, with VHBL and um, uh, it was a couple couple casts. But uh, yeah, that was my first New York show after that. We just, you know, build a relationship. I think I did uh, two other shows with them too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. So a couple of weeks ago, you were at the complex headquarters in New York with your homie Dazzo Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did that come about, and how, how did you find it? Like, cause that that was a, a special experience for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, one of my good friends who I've known on Twitter for like eight eight to seven years uh she hooked that up for me um she works at complex so she said she was gonna get that job and try to you know put me on and that's what happened yeah yeah that was cool man so how how long have you known does or dave is his name actually dave because i I have no idea david yeah okay Uh, (laughs) um maybe three three years four years three three or four years um yeah we did a track called mrs uh tropical punch years ago yeah yeah and Uh, he reached out to you or you found him somewhere or who knows yeah it was so long ago yeah all right um so you have i feel like you guys have collaborated quite a few times and after that gig, you released the track. I think it's called Friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what makes you feel like Dazzo Dave is an artist to watch and one to blow? I mean, I already know he's dope, but what what was it about his flow and his style or whatever that made you feel like this is someone that 
people need to pay attention to and I need to pay attention to as well? Um, it's just his delivery, his charisma, uh, lyrics, uh, very funny. His ear for beats is great. Um, I mean, of course he picks you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just a overall dope artist. He's like the main guy I'm pushing. Like, once the industry know about him, then it's it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, and it's exciting. Mm-hmm. So your SoundCloud bio used to say that you're an artist first and a producer second. What did that mean to you? Um. I don't want to be the, you know, the so like the just the producer behind the boards type of guy. Um, I look up to like Flying Lotus, so I wanted to I want to model my brand as an artist first. Yeah. Of just a you know a guy that sends beats to people and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's a common misconception about beat makers as well, um, especially in the lo-fi genre that people just uh, think, seem to think that you're a producer and you're like, even just the term beat maker is almost like a, it's not an accurate description of what one does because there's way more artistry involved in what that term might denote. So right. yeah, man, like, so Flyler just went into movies or well, I have not seen him, but he's going into movies, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Do you see yourself doing anything beyond music in that regard? Or I mean, maybe you're rapping or, is the world you watch right now? I'm definitely open to open to it. Uh, I'm just trying to do anything creative. Yeah, you know, just to stay afloat. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, do you have any like one field that you could see yourself going into, or you, you're just cool with whatever? Um, I'm really into painting right now. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot about that because you keep putting stuff up on Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. start man. Thank you, man. Yeah. It's just an escape from, I had to get away from music at times. Yeah. yeah. I like how a lot of different producers, like Weird Inside, for example, who I interviewed a while back, uh, and Froyo Ma, if mm-hmm. you know him. Yeah, all these guys are like putting out artwork, even Whereas Alex as well, as well as uh, Beats, and just like yeah. speaking through different mediums. Um, it's dope, man. Yeah. So, if you had to choose one song that defines you four, what would it be? Hmm. <laughs> uh, probably uh, come in. Uh, it's come in in parentheses demo. I feel like that's where I'm headed musically. Hmm. Yeah. So how is that different to your previous work, or what? What does that represent about your new direction? Um, it says to me that you know, uh, I just stop. I just want to stop caring about what people think of like my music and just like just create without you know having that influence on me. I feel like come in is like its own thing. It's not inspired by anything else. It's just it's, it stands on its own. Yeah, it's on its own plane. Yeah. So speaking of people and what they think of you, what's the biggest misconception people have about you or your music? 
Um, that I'm famous. I don't know. A lot of people say that, but I just see myself as a regular guy that makes music. You know. Yeah. Um, as far as my music, uh, I don't want people to think that I just make this one sound. I could do multiple things. Mm. You know. That's pretty much it. Okay. Do you get recognized like when you're going out at all? Like, and I'm sure you must get recognized at like uh, the beat trips and whatever. Yeah. Like, Yo, uh, that's that's you for. Straight that out. <laughs> that, that happens. Yeah. Uh, people, people stare at me. I don't know what that's about. But that's awkward. Know. Like they should at least do something about it, right? Yeah. yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> So, if you could change one thing about the scene that your music exists in, what would it be? Uh, less egos. Um, just create music and build relationships. Keep it, keep it at that. That's, yeah. that's the only thing. Yeah, I feel you. I realize that you've actually like collaborated with a lot of people, uh, as far as vocalists go. Like yeah. I don't think people realize how, just how extensive your body of work in terms of collaborations is. So how do those usually work? Is it like usually the case where someone will spit on your beat and be like, "Hey man, like, is, is it alright if I use this beat?" And you're like, "Well, actually, this is kind of dope." Or like, what mm-hmm. do you look for when you when someone collaborates with you? Um, I have to be like a fan of the artist. You know, sometimes I'm chilling with with artists like say Joy Pastel. Uh, I was just chilling with her and I played a remix I made and she just started singing the hook and I was like, can you, you know, you want to, you know, collaborate? That's how that happened. Sometimes people would just rap on my beats and send it to me. Um, It's, you know, it depends, you know, sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't, you know. Yeah, I think it's a really big thing um, in terms of hip-hop beats, especially now with so many guys being on SoundCloud that a lot of people are just starting to use and abuse uh, producers' beats without permission and even sometimes like try and sell them on iTunes, which is super shady. Yeah, that that happened to me once. But uh, I think it just comes with the territory. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I saw Eloquent um, posting this thing about some guy who stole his beat, uploaded it, Eloquent and Dutch Massive, all these other guys find out were like calling him out through Instagram. Then he took it down, re-uploaded it with new drums that he added, and it was, it was just wow. a whole palaver. Like, it's That's a shame. Man. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's awful. But yeah. so aside from yourself, what artists should we be on the lookout for? And does or Dave? Uh, um, I can't think off the top of my head but it's it's so many alright can I change the question slightly yeah I don't know if this is gonna work but this <laughs> might get us an answer so I guess you use iTunes right yeah okay so if you go to your iTunes and look at like the last person you added to your iTunes uh, if you saw by they added I mean maybe that would give us a, a unique name um you mean like just like a major label artists I mean or, or just maybe, like maybe not I mean someone that you think that people should be looking out for so that could be someone as big as like currency who I rate as like overlooked even mm-hmm. though he's known 
or someone as small as someone on SoundCloud that has like 200 followers? Oh, uh, I know one. Uh, should I say that? <laughs> yeah, 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 go for it. I mean, if, if you're comfortable. I would say uh, look out for Linus Complex. Uh, it's uh, two brothers, uh, Johnny, Johnny Curse and uh, Jason Curse. Uh, they make jazz music, uh, lo-fi music, uh, country. They do, they do it all. They actually mix my project. Um, close your eyes. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, and that's L I N U S. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Maryland. Cool, man. Yeah. So, what are your plans for the next twelve months that you can share? <laughs> um, I'm hoping I can tour. Um, just trying to figure everything out with that, and um, basically travel. Yeah. yeah. Have you traveled much before, or not really? Um, New York here and there, but that's pretty much it. Oh, okay. So, in terms of like traveling, where where would you love to go? Like, where, where's kind of like your goals in or outside of America? Uh, Japan. That's yeah. That's number one. That's yeah, number, man. Yeah. You need to get out there. I know. Yeah. Berlin. Um, I have a lot of listeners in Berlin. Surprisingly. Yo, Germany respects real hip hop, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Australia. Yeah, I just want to travel, see the world. Yeah. That's cool, man. As In terms of music, is there anything coming or? Uh, after Close Your Eyes, yeah. um, I'm looking to, you know, keep working on projects. Mm. Um, since I, I feel like I got to keep building momentum, you know? Yeah. So it's not going to be another four year gap. No, <laughs> that's good to hear, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I mean the project is amazing. It flows from start to finish just beautifully, man. So, thank you. Yeah, man. You've come a long way. Yeah, trying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Much respect to you, man. But yeah, that's it for the questions. Thank you so much for the interview. No problem, man. Yeah.